Carrie from Wrap Your Head Around Silks. This is the Expecting Aerialist Podcast, now with the Digital Network. How's it going, guys? I hope you're having an amazing week. Before we get started in the show notes, lots of stuff happening with Wrap Your Head Around Silks. Um, I've got teacher training coming in the new year. I've got tons of free stuff, some free video tutorials for you guys. Um, got a full course, an aerial rehab course, and then uh, of course my free one if you want to just check out my style. So please check it there. I appreciate you guys. And this is Nicole Harvey. We have Bean singing in the back, by the way. She is a student of mine, a new student. Her kids were taking at the loft and then she decided to take a class one day and it's been about six months. She's totally obsessed and uh, she's transforming right in front of my eyes in, in many ways. So I wanted to have her on to talk about um, the balancing act that she does and um, how it's how the experience has been on her body after having three kids, you know, busy family life, um, running the family business. And uh, yeah, let's get started. I am tired. Sorry, <laughs> why? Any particular reason? Oh, life. Right. It was busy weekend. Like we went to Monster Jam in Anaheim. What's that? Like the big like trucks. Oh, like they do like it's so much fun. The kids love it. We love it. But it's Anaheim, so it was like, is that the first time you've done that? No, we we did it once before at like what whatever what the Staples Center name is now. They had it there, and then they loved it so much, and we thought it was fun, so we went to the one in Anaheim. And there's another like the World competition in may so we might do that it's just fun it's just like a fun thing so it's like fireworks and fire and like it's just crazy so and then we went to disneyland yesterday oh my god yeah. you are mom of the year right now yeah well i and i rented a scooter because my foot is still so like bad that I was like, I'm not going to be able to walk all day at Disneyland. So I scootered around, which the kids thought was super cool. <laughs> but Wait, your kids thought the scooter was cool? Oh, yeah. Because like, you know, they wanted to drive it. Like, they're like, is that fun, mom? I'm like, well, not really. Like, I don't want to be tied down. <laughs> She's in her full like uh, Snow White costume I right saw. Now. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> I saw the sleeves. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> it's the morning. That's what you do for breakfast. You're so you know white. What? And then yep. she makes me play out the scenes. <laughs> she... Like, yeah, she makes me do some scripts Aww. like that we make up for ourselves. You know, That's like, fun. Mama, be the evil witch. Even though she's never seen Snow White. Yeah. <laughs> right. She knows. <laughs> okay, so... I call Nicole Harvey. Harvey's her last name. And I just, I don't know. I just started doing it. She's one of my students. When did you, when was your first aero class, Nicole? April, somewhere around there. Ah, yeah. April has kids. She's a busy mom. She put her daughter in aero class. And uh, now she's, what now she's a regular and she's taking all the time and she's, what? what daughter? Oh, Harvey has a daughter. I have three. She's got three daughters. <laughs> and um, I think there's a lot of people out there like Harvey who probably never thought that she'd see herself dancing around in the air. 
uh, but here she is. So if you would introduce yourself a little bit about your family, what you do during the day, and then, um, and then what motivated you to actually sign up for your first class, not, your, not just watch your daughter take class. So I have three girls. Um, they are 11, 9, and 6. I have, we run a plumbing company, so that's what I do during the day. Uh, we run a business. Um, my daughter wanted to try Ariel. Her friend was doing it, my oldest. So I enrolled her and then I'd go and sit and watch her classes. And I'm like, God, that looks so much fun. It looks so much fun. And then her friend was also doing it. So her mom would be there and she's like, we should take a class. I'm like, let's do it. Let's take a class. So we signed up both of us and we did it. Um, and she did a couple with me um, and then she got hurt. So she kind of stopped, but I just got hooked. <laughs> I got hooked. And no, it's not something I would have ever thought myself doing. I mean, I did do dance throughout school, um, but it is just, it's addicting. <laughs> it's addicting. And I feel like um, I read your email this morning, I think, and you said something about how Ariel is not a sprint it's a marathon yes and I I I love it I'm like I can see progress slowly you know I'm not making progress as fast as maybe some other people but like I see it in myself um and I just I love it I talk to my therapist about it all the time and you know the fact that I'm you know probably one of the older ones in the class I'm definitely one of the bigger ones in class and I like went out of my comfort zone to do this um, and I can't get enough of it. So I'm like trying to do two classes a week and um, it's great. And now actually all my other kids, they're all enrolled in the kids class. So I'll have all three going <laughs> next session. So basically you're giving all your money to the loft. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Like I'm like, it's exercise. It's fun. It's yeah. also very therapeutic and me time. Like, and yeah. um, I, I love it. So that's fine. <laughs> No, it's the, it's the mental health aspect of it for many of my adults. That is the, the number one reason, because you also want to work out and not like, be, oh my God, I have to go to the gym, you know? Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And like the kid, like the people in the class, like everyone's so supportive. Like, I don't think I've ever really been in an environment like this where everyone's so supportive of each other. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's, except for your really teacher. Nice. Like the, <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, maybe. <laughs> maybe I'll get a good job at a carry. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great. Like it's it's a good community and it's fun. Like you said, it's not like something I dread going to. So it's like exercise and me time. And like you said, the mental health very much, because I haven't been for two weeks because I hurt my foot and I feel myself like getting anxious because I haven't gone. Like I haven't had that time. Um so yeah, it's great. <laughs> I do want to get to your foot because me and the other students were talking about it on Friday and I cannot really understand what the event was when, but hold on one second. So actually, in the, we I have a Friday, we call it at the loft start here where it's like absolute beginners start there. And um, it's become quite a community where I have the same 12 people r roughly mm -hmm. every single Friday. You are no longer the oldest person class, I believe. Yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a big range of uh, one woman is also, she's now a grandmother, but she's the hottest grandma I've ever seen in my life. Oh, totally. Yeah. 
Totally. Mm-hmm. What is addictive? Like, if you were to like have to characterize to somebody who who doesn't really understand Ariel, what is addictive about it? Even like from the first time that you felt that way, kind of like I looked at it. I'm like, am I going to be able to do this? Like, can I can I get upside down? Like, can I even like make progress? And I think for me at least. It's like setting a goal for myself and being like, okay, I'm going to work hard until I can climb. And then being like, oh, I climbed halfway this time. Or like, I got all the way to the top or, um, you know, we did the first drop. Um, So making these like little goals and like, you know, reaching them and being like, okay, what's the next thing? Um, And that's addictive for me. And also like, you know, I was super sore after my first class, like super sore. (laughs) And like, it's especially some of the conditioning week classes we do. um, And it's like my body, I feel stronger. um, And that kind of makes it addicting for me. Like I'm having fun. This is an awesome workout. Uh, I feel stronger. It's happy. Like it's, it's a whole combination of all those things for me. Um, it's, I don't think it wouldn't be one, just one thing really. I love it. We also have, um, so Harvey's a mom, we have a grandmother, we have, we have this huge like variety of people in that particular class. And one of them is a 17 year old in high school. <laughs> She's homeschooled. And I always check in with people, but this is the one person that we all want to know what her update is because she, well, we also saw her through like, um, like getting together with her first boyfriend and she's like, I don't think he likes me. And really he was so obsessed with her and we're just like on the edge of our seats to know what happened every week. And then recently Mm -hmm. she's got a bunch of mean girls Mm -hmm. around her, her schoolmates. And, um, she's got like a, a, uh, like 11 full-grown adults who will like go beat up a kid for her probably right now oh 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent just like, got a pack of people who are like <laughs> watching out for her like let's <laughs> go every week and nobody's gonna be mean to her like nobody can no no and and i don't understand what's wrong with people but she's got a bunch of like teenagers like calling her names and like bullying her online and yeah and she's so sweet. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get I it. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I just. Know. Maybe she's too cute or something, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she's the cutest little thing. But, um, yeah. okay, so I did give Harvey and the rest of my students this workout that I actually put on my website recently. And it's like um, a reps of like 10, 10, and 5 of this very simple, like seemingly simple exercise to do just hanging in a hammock, like a foot off the ground. And the first time I made them do it, the next day, not even 48 hours, 24 hours later, I start getting messages from them like, oh my God, what did you do to my body? <laughs> yes. And then we did it the next week. And then I'm, I actually like to take a couple weeks off so that I can shock your body again with it. Because if you do it every week, you get really, your body gets used to it and the hip flexors get a little tight. Yeah. So anyways, um, there's just these things that I find that are so extremely efficient. And for somebody like you, uh, you don't have like five hours a week, six, seven hours a week to be at a gym. No. I mean, I wish, but no, <laughs> it's not yeah, going to so happen. It, I really have to yeah. carve out that time for myself. And it's like, you know, as a mom, you like, 
you know, are the, someone has the kids. Like, does my husband, is he not working? Is he going to be around to do it? Like, it's very, I really have to carve out the time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really important that it's an efficient workout. And I think, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't even give myself the, the credit for that. It's just the gravity. Gravity does it. Um, you went from not being able to climb easily to climbing to the top every single time mm -hmm. you want to you went from not being able to invert now you are working towards your single star or else i know i know that you're working towards a single star because that's what i'm doing for you yeah you might not know what that's called um how's it feel like to be able to like invert and hook and and support yourself um like i guess i love that's like the addicting part to me like i come home and i tell my husband like oh my God, do you know what I did today? Or like, I wasn't able to do this last week. And I'm so proud like that. I was able to make this like one little progress, like, you know, and I'll, if I take a video, I show him or, you know, I'll tell my sisters or my friend or whatever. It's, it's like, I'm just proud of myself. Like every little, you know, every step progress I make, it's just exhilarating. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Okay. Can you explain to me what happened? So right now she has not been in class for a couple weeks and we're very sad about it. Um, what was the event and was I there? I don't think so. No, because I wish I had a really cool story for this, but no, I don't, don't. Have a cool story. I trip on my floor all the time and that's right. How I, I, hurt my I don't, yeah. I, it's terrible. It's, we went to Disneyland and it was like an oh. all day thing. It was an all day thing. And I wore flat, like non-supportive shoes, like, like Vans types, but like, target fans um and we did a whole bunch of walking and by the end of the day like my foot hurt so bad I was holding on to a stroller just to like kind of like help with the limping and like since then it's just been like swollen and um I actually made an appointment for this afternoon so I'm gonna go see a specialist because it's been weeks now it was before Halloween like it should be gone but so no cool story, but it's, you oh, know, why I thought it was something in Ariel. Okay. So, oh no. Uh -uh. Have you gotten an x-ray yet? I did. And they said nothing was broken. I went to urgent care and okay. yeah, he said nothing was broken. So I don't know. We'll see what the specialist says. <laughs> Harvey, we're going to talk offline about this because I have some thoughts. Okay. Um, I, I figured you would. <laughs> Actually, one of my first thoughts was I should probably message Carrie. <laughs> well, I guess we don't have to be online. Basically, if like if you like do like a couple days of like, um, like what do they call it? Like they have a an acronym for it, like rest, ice, elevate, yeah. all those things. Yeah. If mm -hmm. you do that for like two days straight, does the swelling go down? Yeah. And I have been like, I've been doing, they told me to do heat too. So I was doing elevation and ice and they gave me some anti-inflammatories. So I did those. Um, and yeah, heat and elevation and it does help, but it's not okay. completely gone. Like today it's better. Um, but it still hurts. Like if I'm on the ball of my foot and I flex or point, like it still hurts. So it's not completely gone. Yeah. He might give you some PT. You might have some, I just, I kind of want to get my hands on your foot. I I just don't I just don't want to be tied down. But <laughs> I'm just like he's gonna I know, put me a in a walking boot and tell me not to do anything, and I'm like I need it to be gone now. <laughs> I want to come back to class. I want to walk normally. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, is it your right or your left? It's my right. <laughs> okay, 
Uh, we'll talk about it because I kind of want to get my hands on it because you might have some fascia or some muscular pain happening, but mm -hmm. only after like the worst of the, but the, your, the worst of your inflammation is not going to go down if you keep on going to Disneyland. So I know. Well, I scootered. <laughs> I was in like a rascal. <laughs> the whole time. Wait, were you able to like how Disneyland's such a hot mess now? Like is that handicap slash injured line still like a thing? No, yeah yeah you still like there's a lot of it and, and we took my grandma that's why we went it was like it was a part of a gift for her so like we took my grandma and she's you know and so she had her scooter so it was me and my grandma and her scooters and yeah we went you pretty much still go to the to almost the beginning of the line and then you can like most of them you can go right to the like through the ride and then get off and then they'll move your scooter for you to the where you get off and then just right back there so I mean I really did not do much walking at all yesterday is it the type that you have your knee on it and you're kneeling on it and then you scoot? It's it's like it's the rascal. It's, it's like no 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 no. It's like the the sitting one. It's like the one that's electric. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you <laughs> weren't walking at all. No, not at all. <laughs> no, because oh I was like, God. I can't do Disneyland unless I have that with my foot. So that's what we did. <laughs> I can cut this if you want, Harvey. How old are you? I am thirty-seven going to be 38 next month. Let's go to the kiddos. Okay. Because this is the expecting aerialist before this aerial experience. Did you, were you like obsessed with or into any other sports or, or you know, workout things or yoga or anything? Not really. Um, I mean, I ran for a while. Um, but then I kind of, um, stopped doing that for a bit. Um, I kind of went through phases. Like I said, I, I danced through school um, and then I just kind of did running or whatever exercises I could do at home at night when the kids were in bed, basically. Um, so no, not, not really. Okay. So for 11 years, at least you have been momming it. What, is there anything with the kiddos that stands out with the pregnancies, and I know it was a while ago, pregnancies, postpartum, did you experience like pelvic floor dysfunction? Did you experience any type of like C-section or like terribleness that stands out to you? Um, not too bad. Like I loved being pregnant. Like I'm one of those. Oh, annoying, you're one of those. I know. I'm one of those annoying people that loved being pregnant. Like I felt good. And except for my last one, my last one, like she was like down in my bones, like if she felt like my stomach felt so heavy, like, you know, like in your bones, like they're in your like, uterus, they're just like kicking you like they're everywhere. So at, at the end of my the last one, I was like uncomfortable and being like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm done. But um, no, I loved it. I love being pregnant. Um, I think part of that is because I have Crohn's disease and when I'm pregnant, all my oh, symptoms, yeah, all my symptoms that. were gone. Yeah. My symptoms disappear when I'm pregnant. Um, so I could like eat foods I wouldn't normally be eat. Like I just felt good. Um, so it was all a little reprieve from any of those things. Um, but I had them all, um, vaginally. I didn't have C-sections, um, I had no real issues. Um, I mean, I got lucky. I didn't have postpartum. Um, it was all pretty, pretty easy. Um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing crazy with the pregnancies or their births or anything. You know what? I feel like it has a lot to do because like the couple people that I know who have three, four or five kids, 
I think that it makes a difference that it wasn't terrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like, I had bad heartburn all of them, but, like, that's probably the worst thing that I had. Like, that was that was it. You know, like, I, I didn't get sick. Um, maybe if I was getting, like, you know, nausea, I would have felt it differently, but I didn't. I didn't get sick. Um, I had heartburn. That was it. And then, you know, I felt good. So I feel for the people who are sick uh through their pregnancies i mean i had friends who had the um the extreme form i forget what it's called when they're sick yeah i forget what it's called too same as uh um that actress that talks about it all the time yeah her name hyper hyper something yeah but i you know i had a friend who had to get like hyperemesis is that it yeah i think so okay yeah yeah something like that but yeah i had a friend who had to get like a pick line put in because she was so sick and losing weight and um you know so I just got really lucky. <laughs> I got really lucky. <laughs> you probably have not met Haikui, but she's at the loft as well. And she just had her fourth. And she was on the podcast and she told me, she's like, I love being pregnant. I'm sad when I'm not. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I have no idea what that feels <laughs> like. And I also do have like, um, my IBS stuff went away. Yeah. There's some stuff that went away when I was pregnant and I was like I could get used to that yeah um did you always want to have a big family I always planned on three yeah oh okay I I have two sisters um and I don't know I always just kind of figured three my husband was always kind of wanting two but we had three so (laughs) um well and also what happens is if you have three girls like every single time you're pregnant you're like Maybe it's going to be a boy, right? You know what, though? But I I never – okay, so I had my two girls, and then I got pregnant, and it was um, – we got pregnant, we had a boy. Um, and we lost him at, like, four and a half, five months, I think it was. Oh, that's, um, that's a while into the pregnancy. That's... Yeah, it was. I mean, we okay. just picked out a name. Um, oh. You know, we found out the gender. We had, like, everybody knew. Um and it's it totally sucked. Um, it was terrible. And then we, I think, remember we going to a wedding shortly after, and like nobody had told the people there that we had lost. So everyone's asking how I was doing, and oh. and uh, and then I it was terrible. Um, so and then I after that, um, you know, I got pregnant again, and it was um, with Hannah, my third girl. But I never really, I mean, I was excited when we got pregnant with a boy, but I was never like, okay, we got to keep trying for a boy. Like, I grew up with sisters. Like, I know girls. Like, I had a boy. I don't know, if, I don't know, I don't know how to do boys. I don't know what I would have done. And, like, like, honestly, my husband loves having girls. Like, he doesn't feel like he's missing anything not having a boy. And people will be like, oh, three girls, your poor husband. But I'm like, not at all. Like, they they do things with him. Like, you know, they do whatever a boy would do and they love him like it's it's a good relationship you guys just went to a monster truck rally i'm pretty yeah. sure it's totally yeah bad. yeah <laughs> yeah i mean they can go ride the motorcycles in the desert like it's we're not limited just because we're girls so <laughs> so yeah, it was good <laughs> yeah and then i also have a really good friend who has three boys mm-hmm. and and then her husband and she's just overrun yeah she loves her life but she's like oh my god yeah, three. Like, how do you deal with all those peepees? Like, I don't know how to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I know, know how to do a girl. I don't. Yeah, I don't know boys, and I mean, three kids is a lot. Boys or girls, it's a lot. Like, there is, 
there's a lot going on with kids, uh, you know, especially like now they have their own schedules, like their activities and their homework and all the other stuff. So there's a lot. <laughs> My sister yeah, has let's... two and I would love her to have another one. But at the same time, I'm like, three's a lot. Like, if you want to stop at two, like, <laughs> that's, that's probably not a bad idea. <laughs> what is that balance like? So tell us about your you're like a weekday when they're in school, like, because you <laughs> obviously run a business, like they're all different ages in elementary school. Mm -hmm. What's that day? What's that like? Oh, it's crazy. I mean, so I, my husband gets into work earlier, so I will get him ready and I will take him to school, drop him off. So we're at that point in the toddler life where they're trying to build their immune system and <laughs> She's a COVID baby, so I don't mm -hmm. know if this would have been earlier or whatever. But she's going through this where, like, she was just sick with the stomach flu. We completely got over it. We, like, went into the world, and then she got a cold. And it's not it's not bad. Like, me and Asa, cross our fingers, are still healthy. Mm -hmm. But, like, I had rebought that little squeegee ball that has the little oh, sucker, yeah. and you put it in the nose, and then uh -huh. it shoots all the boogers yeah. out. Yeah, because they don't know how to blow their nose at that age. They at least not well. efficiently. Yeah, and not efficiently. Right, it doesn't. It doesn't evacuate all the junk. Yeah, and so, uh, but she won't let me use it. Oh. <laughs> so you guys secretly, I did it in her sleep last night. It's the best thing to do. And she didn't wake up. I was like, I, I felt, I felt like I was winning. Yeah. I did that when the girls had to COVID test for school or whatever. I would do their COVID tests at night while they were sleeping because <laughs> they, they wouldn't wake up. They would just kind of move. And I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and my littlest one, I, we would have to hold her down to do it when they was required. So we just did it in their sleep. It was perfect. <laughs> yes, definitely a winning point as a parent when you can do that stuff and, you know. <laughs> and then when you get you like a good one, them. like when the air is like actually trapped and it like mm -hmm. sucks it out and you can hear it. I'm just like winning. Yes. Yes. Gosh. But it's the season. The kids are just, you know, that's going to happen. We, you know, coughs, colds and yeah, it's, it's inevitable. <laughs> Going into the balance of your everyday life, just go ahead and give me like a regular weekday. Husband goes into work before me. So I get the kids ready for school. I take him to school, drop them off. Um, which is, makes it sound easier than it is because we're always, always trying to run out the door and get there on time, regardless of it's the same routine every day. You know, you get dressed, you eat, you brush your teeth, whatever. We still are struggling. Um, but we get there, I go to work, I'll pick him up. And then depending on the day, um, he will usually be home. He'll do homework with them if they need help. Um, usually only my little one needs help with homework. The other two could do it on their own. Um, and then depending on activities, um, there's usually at least one activity a day. So he'll usually take him to soccer practices. I take him to tutoring. I take him to aerial. Um, there's something every single day after, after school, um, Monday to Thursday. And then we have soccer practices or soccer games on Saturday. So there's something every single day and we just kind of tag team it. He does soccer and I'll do the other things, but we're, it's like, it's a constant go, go, go um, until Friday when we don't have anything for them. And then that's when I come see you on Friday. <laughs> so you guys have kind of settled on two, two activities for all three girls. Um, yeah, we, 
we they were asking for more um well technically i would say three because i'm counting tutoring as one because it is ah. something i have to take them and drop them off to um so we kind of because they do dance too we held off on dance until soccer's done for the season oh that's right when yeah. i first met you they were in mm -hmm. dance class all the time yeah and we did do that like all year um but i was like i just can't we can't add in another activity i mean literally Friday's the only day they didn't have anything. There were some days if we did dance, they would be going to dance and soccer like right after each other or, or you know, aerial and dance or whatever. And I'm like, it's just, it gets to be too much. Like not only for me, like, and my husband having to go back and forth, but for them, like they just, they have, they need some downtime to not be running and doing all these things. So I'm like, okay, soccer's over in a couple of weeks, then we'll go back to dance. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> But with dance also, like as the kids get older, they want you enrolled the whole year because I know recital and stuff. So how does that work? So for their studio, they haven't started working on the recital number yet. Oh, got they it. Got start it, got in got December. It. So we will see. The only thing is like if they have enough room in the class for the kids. Um, and that was I had talked to the studio. I'm like, hey, we're going to wait until soccer's done. And she's like, OK, well. My oldest does tap. She loves tap. Um, she's like, well, we really want them enrolled for the whole thing for tap. So I don't know if the class will be open. So we'll see. But it was really, Carrie, just like a mental health thing for me. Like I talked yeah. to my therapist about it. And I was like, I just can't. I just can't do. When I'm that busy, it makes me anxious. Like running back and forth and like, you know, because it's not just you have work and you have the kids and you still have to do laundry and you like make food like there's just a whole lot going on. So yeah, I waited. I'm gonna try to enroll them next month and see how it goes and hopefully get them in. <laughs> but we'll see. But as far as I know, they haven't worked on the dances yet. And like for Hannah at her age, you know, the dances for the little ones. They're not like that complicated <laughs> and they're short. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 We're, we're jumping over, uh, beans jumping over a teddy bear to do her grand jeté, which yeah. it's cute. <laughs> it's very, it's very cute. It's very yeah. cute. Oh man. I, I, I think about you have three. It's so different than having one. It's a work. Kids are work. <laughs> Even one kid, you still got a lot going on. Well, she was like, oh, how about karate? Ember takes karate. And then she was like, when am I going to start ice skating? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, although I am going to start taking her ice skating just to her and I just put skates on and just see if we can stand up. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> okay, so I was already in dance class when I was a kid, but, oh, my God, I just wanted to be Michelle Kwan. So yeah. Bad. Right? <laughs> And so if she actually wants to do skating, skating might be like only second to horseback riding in the expense of it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I think skating is pretty expensive too. It's not like a cheap Oh my God. <laughs> a cheap sport. No, I mean, even gymnastics is way more expensive than dance. Yeah. Um, aerial is probably more expensive than dance, but she's got an aerial mama, so it's Yeah, free. yeah. So... <laughs> got an in <laughs> she's right. it's like my only perk yeah, it's literally yeah. the only perk that I have um they have those for ice skating they have those things now that the kids can hold on to like to balance until they get their footing they're like, like little penguins or like whales or dolphins they have like oh. something on it's like a oh, walker is it like yeah, a walker exactly a walker on the ice yeah 
Uh-huh. I want so a walker. <laughs> I think I think adults could have them too. Because we went once and I was like, oh, I used to skate. You know, we'd go to the ice rink when I was little. It was like, you know, riding a bike, right? Like, no, it's not. No. <laughs> and I'm like, this is much more difficult than I remember. <laughs> well, and like figure skaters, they the first one of the first things they learn is how to skate on one or the other edge. It's not mm-hmm. it's just like stand up, like stand on your feet. Yeah. So <laughs> I am going to try to get her into that. I was always upset that I wasn't didn't do that as a kid, but now I realize how unrealistic that is. My parents were raising three kids. Yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> and I was in I was in dance, and I remember like class was not that much money. It was like eight dollars an hour or something for me to take tap class when I was a kid, and this wow. was back in the eighties yeah. or something. It was something like that, right? Yeah. And I would just I remember my parents would just my dad would complain about it at, din- at the dinner table. Yeah. He would also he's like he's like a Chinese man, right? So he's just like <laughs> cheap. And um, I remember our Catholic school was for each of us a thousand dollars tuition a year. That's nothing. Compared to what it is now. Oh, oh my God. I mean, and now it's like that yeah. or double a month, yeah. right? Yeah. For private school, it's probably around three to 3000 a month, is it not? For private I, school, I don't right? know. It's ex- I, I know it's expensive. I haven't even looked. I'm not, I, you know, public school is free. If you can get them in a good public, yes. public school, then that's what I'm doing. <laughs> well, there's more options here. When I was growing up, there was like one kind of crappy, like, public school, and there was like one yeah. slightly nicer. Catholic school yeah and um yeah it was like a thousand dollars a year my dad'd be like what is this you know what I'm saying and the, m- my meanwhile the stock market was actually doing well back then mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah you know, I know the it's times crazy. have changed the times have changed um mm-hmm. so how is it watching the kids do aerial like I know that you've been in open gym sometimes mm-hmm. with your eldest right yeah Mm-hmm. And it is the cutest thing to watch, dude. She loves it. We haven't we haven't been back because we got busy on Sundays. And then okay. Cut, but I want to go back. And my middle daughter really wants me to take her to open gym now too. Um, and that's so much fun. Like that's 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 a fun activity to do with them. Like just again, like we are not like most people go to open gym there. They're pretty, they're way more advanced. So it's like me and my daughter and, you know, she's, you know, practicing a shape or whatever, or, you know, it's nothing crazy, but it's good exercise and she can practice and it's fun. Um, I love open gym. They love open gym, but I love watching them do it. Like I love watching them, like how proud they are of themselves um, and how excited they get to do things. Also like part of me is like, you know, my, my, my middle daughter and even my youngest one who I had her do a private with Kat to make sure she'd be okay to go into the kids class. And she's doing like, you know, she's doing all these things like off the bat that I'm like, I still can't do that. <laughs> so part of me is like, oh, you little brat. Like, how? <laughs> He's like little tiny. They weigh nothing, you know. Yeah, that's like, that's that strength to weight rate, strength to weight ratio is I'm totally like, in there. Flipping upside down, favorite. doing her straddles, like all these things, like right away. I'm like, you know, but I'm happy for them. I'm like, they they love it. It just I'm like, gosh darn it, I want to be able to do that too. Yeah, and from my perspective, what's so cute to watch is that you guys have like 
um, you you have a similar language because now you're learning the same things and you know what a footlock is, you know what a straddleback is, yeah. a catcher's wrap, all this. You might know the yeah. names better than them because your brain is more yeah. advanced, right? But yeah. That's so cute to watch. And then also what I'm thinking as a mom of a only, you know, one girl, <laughs> when your one daughter gets to go to open gym with you and train, it's their like time with you. Yes. And it's solo time. It is. And that's like important. And we'll do, we'll do that. We'll do like a date where I'll take one of them and we will go do something like we'll get a drink and we'll go to the park or it, you know, if you have to run an errand, I'll just take one of them. Like it's nothing crazy or expensive, but it's just like that one-on-one time. So yeah, open gym, like doing that, um, that is time alone, which is really important. Um, you know, when there's multiple kids. So, um, yeah, it's nice when they really like doing, they'll be like, mom, when is it to turn for my date? Like when do I get to go? So it's good. Yeah. And then also I know who goes to those open gyms because, uh, I teach the class right before the open gym at the loft. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, one of my favorites, his name is Eric. He's like, you know, his Asian dude straps architect guy. And yeah, he's very nice. (laughs) Oh, he's so sweet. And, and like, I can imagine being, you know, six or 11 or nine and just, you know, hanging out with my mom at the aerial gym and there's a straps guy right next to you Uh doing all this incredible stuff. And, um, I can imagine being an adult atmosphere for the kids. It must, it must imprint on them at some point. Like it must help their growth in some way. I don't remember being in a space with adults and feeling connected to that activity. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think at first it was a little intimidating being like the Mm -hmm. only kid for her, um, you know, and being a kid, like a beginner, um, where the adults are, you know, doing the straps and they're way up high on silks doing all these cool drops and stuff. Um, but then she got used to it and, you know, yeah. they're, they're, you know, they're nice, they're nice to her and they're friendly. And, um, you know, they'll say like, Oh, I just love that you guys come together. Like, it's so cool. And, you know, I wish my mom had done that. Um, so I think, I think it is like a confidence boost too, for, for her, um, being able to see that she, you know, is able to do these things and they're, you know, adults that are doing them and she can still participate in this as a kid. So it's definitely, um, a good confidence booster, which I think is really important for them. And then how about you watching those people who are basically professional level? Oh my gosh. It's like a show. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> ah, like, yeah. I do stuff. I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, Oh my gosh. They do something I'm like that was so good. That was so good. And they're like, ah, and I'm like, no, it was <laughs> it's like, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's motivation for me for sure. Cause I'm like, ah, that was really pretty. I want to be able to do that one day. And, um, you know, it's, it's cool. I'm like, I'm like, get there. Will I be able to do those things one day? And I'm like, yeah, like I, I really want to, um, you know, and I wouldn't have think that I would have been able to do some of the stuff you've taught me already before. So it's like making good progress. <laughs> yeah. And when I watch people like Eric, I don't have like, maybe I can do that in the future. I'll be like, oh, hey, hell no. Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if straps are going to be in the future. <laughs> but I think it's awesome. I'm like, I love watching it. I'm like, God, the strength and like control that they have. Like, yeah, that's it's cool. That's, that's fun to watch, but <laughs> probably not my thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I just got to the point in my career where I'm just like, eh, 
but it's different. You have a lot of years to find out what you want to do, what you want to do. Um, but, uh, Harvey, thank you for, I, I didn't know the Crohn's disease part. And honestly, I might have you on again in the future just to talk about that because, uh, it's a thing. It's a thing. I've, I've had it since I was like 19. So I've had a lot of years. I had a surgery. I got a lot of experience with it, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, IBS is definitely like they tested me for, you know, no, they're like, you don't have it. I was like, I don't even yeah. want to know what, how bad that would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Thank you, Harvey. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, Carrie, but we'll do it. <laughs> no, it's oh my God. Everybody, everybody says that. And it's just so easy. Um, it's just a chat. <laughs> it's yeah. just a chat. It's also like, yeah. I'm realizing I have a couple superpowers and podcasting might be one of them. Yes. Very good. <laughs> one of your superpowers. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much to Nicole, as I call her Harvey, for carving out the time. I know you're super busy and I am so thrilled to watch you grow in the studio. It is so fun to watch. I am almost glad. Well, we know that I'm 100% glad that my my class is absolutely not appropriate for children because things come out of my mouth that they should never hear. And so I'm kind of glad because otherwise maybe you'd have your kids in class with you and and um I'm glad it's time for you and to make community and to have your, your me time. So really happy about that. My friends, please honor me with a five-star rating and review. Um, check out Greener Grass, the podcast I do with Kelly McVeigh. We talk about so much stuff. It's so broad. And if you just want to hear us gab on your way to your commute or while you're doing the dishes, I hope we relax you and make you laugh. Um, check out the show notes, uh, roll it out, Errol Rehab, the course, the mini course. Um, it's all there for you. I am so excited to at some point be your virtual teacher as well as the voice in your mind. All right, my friends. Uh, yeah, have an amazing week over and out. This is Carrie from Rapper Head Silks with Digital Podcast. This is Respecting Your Next.